This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Yes, we could be talking about all the huge things that shook down on the weekend. Instead, we're talking about this. 52-year-old David Neal's charged with aggravated burglary and assault after he entered a guest room at the Hilton Hotel. The man reported that he woke up to find Neal sucking on his toes. He immediately confronted him and recognized him as a member of the hotel staff. Neal admitted that he entered the room, but claimed he did so due to the smell of smoke. There was no record of that claim. Detectives issued warrants against Neal, who was arrested at his home in Lebanon Friday. Neal remains jailed on a $27,000 bond. So, but he checks into the hotel... Sleeping, wakes up, the hotel manager is sucking on his toes. I don't know if they're, that is so terrifying. Would you not be worried about getting kicked in the face if you're sucking on a stranger's toes? Why? Like, Why are you doing it to begin with? Well, for sure. No, there's so many questions, but it just feels like a really dangerous place to put yourself in. That's the thrill of it. Maybe. The risk of getting injured. How did he decide on this guest as well, like if he has numerous guests checking in all the time, did this guy have? He had his dogs out. You think so? Either that, either he was wearing flip-flops and his dogs were out, which means his toes were exposed. And this guy just couldn't resist. Or he was wearing shoes mm. that get this person like excited. Like some people have like a shoe fetish. Sure. Like so a, maybe it started there and they were like, some I, Jordans need to on. Know, I need to know what's underneath those shoes. Yeah, it's a really, really strange story. Well, and this guy's now saying he's dealing with PTSD. He's talking to a therapist. He's not even feeling safe in his own home, which is true because you have those questions. Like, why am I a target? What was it about For me? Sure. Was this guy following me? Yeah. How, like, how long was he staying in this hotel room? I'm not sure. But That's so scary. Here's him touching on the incident. I awoke to uh, an employee of the Hilton uh, assaulting me. Instantly jumped up um, and, and was screaming, you know, went into a sort of fact-finding mode. Who are you? Why are you in my room? What are you doing here? But I could see he was wearing a uniform, he had his name tag on. It's just super messed up. There's a guy on TikTok that teaches you how to properly secure the door of your hotel room to make sure that no one can get in. Okay. So there are some tips that you can do to prevent this. Not that this should ever be something you're worried about when you're staying at a hotel. But things like putting the iron up against the door so there's no way that they could even get through, even if they picked the lock. Or if they do, they get burnt by the iron. Or is it the ironing board? That just reminded me of that scene from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, it swings when down, Ma gets Mark, it right in the face. Yeah, it's like imprinted in his forehead. I guess that's kind of a safety concern, too, though, to make it impossible to get into your room in case there was a oh. fire or something, right? Or, yeah. If, if people needed to wake you up. Yeah, super messed up story. This is, uh, you're safe from this happening. No, you're safe. Because they'd be able to see the planter wort on your toes. Ryder, that is so, uh, you're pissing me off because <laughs> you're the one with the planter wart. You're the one. Well, why don't we post pictures of our feet then? We should. Wow, maybe we should. I would love to. Oh, I'm sure no, there's wait. some other people that would love that too. <laughs> I was just going to say, wait a minute, this is a trap. <laughs> I'm not posting my dogs for free. <laughs> the manager of the hotel would be following our uh, our Instagram account pretty quick if you did that. What a creep. Anyway, I don't have a planter wart. Ryder does, and he's trying to push the narrative on me because he's embarrassed that everybody, he's been exposed. <laughs> His dirty dogs. Don't talk about my dogs. <laughs>
Time for what we learned this weekend. If you learned any important lessons, we'd love to hear from you at 780-784-7107. I learned a couple things. Number one, pickleball is extreme, if you make it extreme. We were in a charity uh, celebrity tournament. For Alberta Lung. So it was awesome. They were raising money to uh, build an area here in Edmonton for people who are from out of town that Mm -hmm. are coming in to get their lung transplants and they can stay there pre-surgery and post-surgery. Feisty Pickles Pickleball Tournament is what it's called. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. I was diving around. I got bruises. Extreme sport if you want it to be. Anything can be extreme if you go hard. I was like picking flowers out there like... Out to lunch on the court. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another important lesson I learned is that as I age and my friend group ages as well, I need to come up with a plan. If I want a plan, they won't fall into place anymore. Right. Because growing up, you know, it was the weekend, it would approach and then you would send out the mass text saying, sup this weekend. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Now everyone's got kids. Um, they're booked up two months in advance. Yeah. So it was the Oiler game Saturday night, and it's the first game that like we haven't had to work the next day. I didn't have my daughter on Saturday night, so I was like, "Oh yeah, like this is gonna be super fun." Didn't make plans, just assuming you know some buddies would be going to a pub somewhere, and I could join their party. Nothing. Yeah. Ryder goes, "Yeah, I might. Uh, I don't know, like go to Hudson's or something tonight." I was like, "You think you could just show up to a bar?" Every pub is completely booked up like weeks in advance at this point with the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Well, majority of them, if you want a good spot in the house. So ended up just watching it at home. (laughs) Like a loser. (sighs) But yeah, so I got to start planning ahead with friends that need time to run it by their partner or come up with alternate plans, babysitters, things like that. I guess that's just the way she goes And now. you get it because that's the first time that you've been completely free. Otherwise, yeah. like you're not even getting to watch the Oiler game because you're coaching your daughter's softball team. Mm-hmm. Or you're at slow pitch yourself. Just it's, it's an busy. A- just an athlete. Look at you. Pickleball. My, my world revolves around sports. Athletics. You are so sporty. <laughs> <laughs> you learn anything important this weekend? Yeah, I need to be less rammy when it comes to laundry i am already folding things that are still damp why what's your famous quote if you hurry through life you're only going to get to the end faster yeah speaking of slowing things down a little bit uh you could also implement that when it comes to pushing a window closed oh yeah i broke a window this weekend broke a window well i can't help it i got the biggest traps in alberta have you seen these suckers you think i'd be better at pickleball here's another list of seven somethings Today we're counting down the top seven ways to get hotter. Just a little bit. Yeah, some of it's like a little bit shallow, but I think most of it's like focusing on good health and just good decisions. And also, you're perfect the way you are. Mm -hmm. Let's also remember that. if your breath stinks. Okay, yeah, that's true. You got to get a tongue scraper. They're like 50 cents. It's on the list. That's coming up. Okay, perfect. Uh, now, Nikki wrote in saying shaving my legs makes me feel hotter instantly. Okay. Good. That's it makes you true. feel hotter, then it ups your confidence. There was a stretch there where I actually kept a razor in my purse, especially mm-hmm. during the summertime, because sometimes you miss some hairs. And then one time I reached into my bag to get something and I cut my hand really bad. I actually have a scar for life on my hand. So can I, I, ask, got, I got rid of that. Can I ask you a question? 
Sure. So, like, if you were on a patio and you looked down and you're like, oh, I missed, a, like, you know, three or four long hairs, would you grab the razor and shave right there at no. the table? Okay. I go to the bathroom and do it. Okay. Just making sure, because that would be re- a really weird thing to see on a patio is somebody shaving their legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at number seven for your get hotter tips, spend a little more time thinking about your outfit. Like, you can still wear sweatpants. Just try to pick the ones, if you're going out, that don't have mustard stains on them. You could actually be very fashionable in sweatpants. Yeah. Look at Hailey Bieber. She wears sweatpants all the time, but she wears them with sweet shoes. Yes, pair them with a decent pair of kicks. And clean like, your shoes. Clean shoes. That's very true. Maybe, like, some cool glasses to go with it. Honestly, gas station sunglasses have upped their game yeah. recently. We understand so that, like, some of this is not within budget, but most of these options, like, you can do for cheap or free. At number six, we just have working out. <laughs> like, it just does help you get hotter. Yeah, and then it's not confident. just a, a physical thing. Yeah, like, everything gets better if you're getting some proper exercise. Mental health. You sweat less in weird places where you shouldn't sweat. Because, like, you're actively using your body the way it's supposed to be used. Yeah, like, get next Sunday, in. it's supposed to be 31 degrees and sunshine. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to be sweating on the brow. Mm-hmm. The brow's going to be sweating. The mustache is going to be wet. But it's if not you get a good. good workouts all week, then you won't be sweating quite as much. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Right, well, this is coming from a, a large man. I uh, When I'm not working out, I, I definitely sweat like when I'm not doing anything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five, we have smell good. Yes. Find a scent that works for you. And there are some cheap scents as well that you can get. Mm. Like, I love... What's that one? It's like the pink swirly container. And you, you think just... I know the answer? Are you asking me if? I think it's just called Pink Sugar. Pink Sugar, yes, of course. Yes, you can get Shoppers Drug Mart. Get some optimum points. It's so worth it. Top seven get hotter tips as we uh, head into summer. You know right what? In the middle of spring. I actually got any time. If you're hesitant on, oh, I don't know what my smell is. Like, I don't know. Always just go with vanilla. Vanilla works. On everyone. Yeah, good tip. Yeah, I got a vanilla scent from Winners recently, and it's gone already. I went through the whole thing, and it was great. It was like vanilla musk. Mm. Yeah, it was good. At number uh, four, we got get that mouth working. Whiten your teeth. Get br- some strips. Brush your teeth. Get gum. Get some charcoal every once in a while. You can do that cleaning. Sure. At number three, for the get higher tips, we've got posture. Now, this one's absolutely Ooh. free. Okay, everybody, straighten your back right now. I saw someone riding their bike the other day, and her posture was so bad, and it took everything for me to not yell out the window, check your posture, but that's so rude. Well, she'd probably wipe out on her bike. Also that. If you're getting, like, biking, you have to focus on just enough, right? Somebody breaks that concentration, you could seriously hurt yourself. Is everyone listening right now realizing how bad their posture is now that we made you straighten your back out? This feels weird sitting up straight. What am I, a ballerina? I know. Like, it feels like I'm just pushing my boobs out. Same. At number two for the top seven get hotter tips, drink more water. Yes. (laughs) The only time that I hate when people tell me to drink more water is when I have a migraine, because that doesn't cure a migraine. Mm. Okay. So my apologies Mm -hmm. that I suggest that every time you get a migraine. I get a migraine. He's like, why don't you, like, drink a little bit of water and go for a walk? And I... 
throw chairs at him. Yeah, I made that mistake once. Now I don't offer advice. I just, whatever you need, you let me know and I'll go get it. I don't give any advice when it comes to migraines anymore. Good job. Everyone, if you're listening now, you could learn something from Ryder. Just shut up and do what you're told. (laughs) (laughs) At number one for the top seven get hotter tips, completely free. Care about good stuff. What are you talking about? You love your dog? Post a picture of you hanging out with your dog. That'll make you you hotter. it won't. Nobody can get good angles. I'm so jealous of people that can get a good picture with their dog. I'm like, who'd you hire Mm. for this photo shoot? Because every time my dog is adorable on me, either he moves as soon as I try to take the picture. I'm trying to like log into my phone without waking him up. Or it's just the worst angle. Okay. It wasn't just the dog I was talking about. Also, like, do you care about local charities? Start volunteering. It'll give you interesting things to talk about. If you enter the dating world, if you do cool things and care about good stuff. It is very hot when you meet someone and they're like, oh, I uh, volunteer with Big Brothers, um, Big Sisters. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry? That is so hot. Or like, do you want to go take one of the dogs at ARCs for a walk? They gave me access to do that. I have a, a couple women in my book club that volunteer with ARCs, and I just, I bow down to them. Mm -hmm. Because they're busy enough as it is, but they are taking time out of their week to walk those animals and love them. So care about good stuff. Uh, Lindsay wrote in saying confidence is key. It's true. And all of this just leads to confidence, right? Smelling good, having white teeth, Mm -hmm. posture, drinking more water. You're just going to slay. Although... Have you seen the cost of white strips? Yeah, yeah. You can whiten those for cheaper, though. It's just like uh, I just go to swish a... some ble- uh, bleach around in your mouth. No, 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 no. Don't recommend that. You're going to kill people. Well, wait. No, there's actually an answer. What's the other stuff that people swish just around? Just go to a tanning bed and keep your mouth open. That doesn't work at all. It does. And also, we shouldn't be... Oh, you're telling people. people to drink bleach, and you think me telling them to catch a, a tan's joke. a bad idea? That was a joke. Mine was a joke. Yours was serious. Okay, right now I wanted to talk about a specific scene in Succession from last night. This is not a spoiler, though. I was jealous of the way that one of the characters told everyone to leave his house because the party was over. This was just coming off a fairly heated argument. Yeah, so he was like, I'm going to bed. But instead of just going to bed, he kicked everyone out. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear from our listeners. How do you give the hint that the party's over at your house. Yeah, my mom's a master at it. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh, let's go back to yesterday's succession and the scene where he asks everybody to get out. Hi, everyone. Hi. Bedtime for Bonzo. Sorry, but please get the f*** out of my house now. Yeah, no, 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 please. Party's over because I've got to sleep. It's been a terrific night. Thank you so much. No, I'm serious. Off you go. Go to bed. Enjoy your beds. Go home. Cry. I'm done. I'm done. I can barely stand, but I've had enough. Good night. Good night, Tom. Don't forget your coats. (laughs) It is the worst when someone forgets their coat. It worked, though. The play's cleared out. Everybody left. I wish I could be that person that's like, okay, can everyone get out? Because it gets to a point, you know? There's always those, those people that stick around when everyone else has gotten the hint and left. Mm-hmm. And they'll even say things like, is it cool that we're still here? It's like, oh my gosh, I put my pajamas on. And there is that classic like, well, you put your hands on your knees and you stand up, you start gathering the dish, the glasses. I've watched my mom before line up somebody's shoes. No way. And then stand at the entrance with her hand on like the door. 
Yeah, yeah. No, Amazing. She she, uh, she loves hosting, but when she's tired and done, she is done. She's done. It, it always does blow my mind that there are people who don't get it, that don't see the social cues mm-hmm. to leave, and then to say things like, is it cool for here, still here? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You think that I have a bit of that energy. You were mortified when we were in Calgary one weekend at a friend's house, and it was the next day, and we were kind of planning to leave, and then I sat down and started watching oh, yeah. the Blue Jays game. You poured a Caesar <laughs> in their kitchen. I was like, yeah. we need to leave. Like, they are, we've been here for two days. Yeah, I know, but like. Get up and get out on a sh- Sunday. Sure, but the Jays game was on. I don't care. Listen to it in the car. That was embarrassing. See, I like when I host, I kind of like the clingers. I like the hanger honors. I like the like 1 a.m. crowd. Ryder, there have been several times where you you smoke bomb, you go to bed, and mm-hmm. you leave me with the guests. Well, if you went to bed too, the guests would eventually get the hint. Just go to bed. Janice said, music off, lights on. Oh, that's the hint. That's a good tip. But here's the problem there are still people that don't get it. Yeah. How do you kick them out? How do you say, can you be like Tom on Succession? Can you say, don't forget your coats. Have a good night. I think that if you were that blunt, like, all right, that's it for me. I hope you guys had a good time. Do you got an Uber lined up or do you want me to call you one? Oh, that's good. Something like that. That's good. But then most of my friends are so cheap, they'd say yes. Yeah, get my Uber for me. And then (laughs) then I'm paying for their (laughs) drinks while they're there, their food. And their Uber home. No thanks. I'd rather just hang on with them. You stay up all night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who's the cheap one now? I know when to leave. Yeah, but you're also the type of person that'll be like the first one gone because like that's good. That prompts other people to be like, oh, we can leave. So your entire plan for going to somebody's house for a party is let's see how quick we can get out of here. Yeah, to be respectful to no, the people no. throwing the party. If you're throwing a party, you got to expect that people are going to stick around. And like I like I said, I enjoy when people stick around, even sleep over at the house. And then the next day you wake up and have breakfast and maybe a Caesar and laugh and reminisce about the night before. Am I crazy? That, that's what it's all about. We got this text. <laughs> I have no idea how to get people to leave. My roomie and I had a party one night and three people Stuck around for three days. I went to work and everything and didn't say much to them when I got home. They even went out during the day and came back. <laughs> what the heck is yeah, that all about? That's maybe a bit much. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I've had a buddy before who'd come into town and like, I don't really tell him where I'm going because he does do this. He stays for a very long time if you like open the invite to him. So I'm just careful with inviting him because I, like, I'm i busy. Everybody's got things going on. But yeah, he just came to town, invited himself to one of your birthday parties. Yeah, he like showed up like he was the special guest. And then like, he's he just... was he was the gift for me. And it was so funny how he like walked in. He's like, I'm here. Guess who's here? And then I'm like, where are you sleeping tonight? Like you're coming in from out of town, man. He's like, oh, I'll sleep in my car in the parking lot. I'm like, no, you are not sleeping in your car. So like, it works. He got his invite. Over. And yeah. then a week later, I'm like, okay, man, can, can you please leave? <laughs>
So there's a story that is getting people quite fired up of a pretty polarizing conversation. Well, just based off of the comments, I was shocked to see how divided it is. Mm. So a mom's gone viral after talking about how her three-year-old was snack shamed for bringing Pringles to school. They sent a note back and I'm pretty sure they wrote it on the Pringles box asking her to please start packing healthier snack choices. Would love to know your thoughts on this. Well, first of all, Pringles don't come in a box. They what do they come in? They come in a tube. Oh, a sleeve. I'm sure it was like, for a three-year-old, I bet it was just like a Ziploc bag. With, yeah, maybe you're right. With some Pringles in it. So, this is ridiculous. I get promoting healthy snacks. I like that a lot of schools have made the move away from pop machines, away from chocolate bar vending machines to like more healthy options. I think, especially as kids are growing, it's important to get good, nutritious food their way, but... It's also not a teacher's responsibility to dictate what the kid's having for a snack, unless they're, like, sending them with Red Bulls and the kid is unhinged because of it. But a few chips. Okay, our listeners are being so funny right now. Debbie wrote in saying she should be applauded, as I don't know any other three-year-olds that go to school. (laughs) Might be like a daycare. Yeah, good point. Also (laughs) that. That's a really valid point. Um, This text from Janelle with laughing emojis, she writes, I hope they never look in my kids' lunches then. Yeah. And it's true. Like I I remember in elementary school, like my parents were too busy to pack our lunches for us. It was our responsibility at night to pack our lunches. And like we had we were very privileged to be able to have things like um lunch meat and delicious buns and options as a side and an apple. That's what we had to do. We had to pack a fruit, we had to have a, some sort of sandwich, and then we could have one little snack for when we had snack time at right. school. With my mom's back turned, do you know how many fruit roll-ups I would bring to school? <laughs> like, I, my good thing, our teachers, at least in the 90s, they didn't seem to care as much as teachers do now because she would have been getting phone calls for sure. Well, yeah, like, Your just, daughter has six packs of Dunkaroos, Deb. It feels like sugar is a is a thing that, I don't know if snack shaming makes sense even, but can affect a kid's like mental being but chips what's the problem with some chips you know this texter uh first time writing in so no name attached to it says just let them eat the pringles kids run around so much at school that they burn it off anyway that's a valid point yeah chris wrote in to 780-784-7107 saying at least it wasn't a beer do you remember that story? <laughs> yeah. I think they thought they were taking a Diet Coke to school, which also not great for you, but it was a course light. Paul wrote in, this is a three-year-old's lunch. Potato chips, not a good option in my opinion. Whatever happened to ants on a log? Snack shame away. Ants on a log was never... What do you use? Peanut butter and raisins? Is that yeah. what a snack on a log is? Or cheese Whiz and cheese raisins. Whiz. Listen, I grew up in a house where like cheese Whiz was a staple. That's all my dad cooked with. Yeah, but like that's cheese not... Whiz. Cheese Whiz is not a healthy option either. So, so I'm so. saying if teachers were looking at the things that I ate, mm. my parents would be shame, shame, shamed. Well, here's my concern too is like you don't know people's situation. What if they got that food and that's what was left from like a food bank drop and they Mm -hmm. had their pringles as as the kind of last resort to pack for lunch or what if the kid's an extremely picky eater and if you don't send the pringles they're probably not going to eat anything you know there's a lot of pressure on parents Mm. especially when your kids are picky eaters you want them to be you know eating the colors of the rainbow trying to be as healthy as possible but sometimes when you're exhausted let the kids eat chicken fingers if that's what that's that's all they're going to eat 100% 
feed them the chicken fingers and the cheese pizza. Like I know that to a lot of people that's bad, but you got to do what you got to do to get the food yeah. in their belly sometimes. Well, it's interesting that uh, we, we agree on this so much. And it seems like most of the people that are texting in agree, too, that this teacher kind of went overboard with. We, we don't eat Pringles in this school. Brittany wrote in saying, sometimes I send my child Nutella sandwiches because she won't eat anything else. You know, Nutella, we could all learn a thing or two. It's hazelnut, not the, chocolate. That advertising <laughs> was genius because they're making commercials where it's a mom packing her kids some Nutella on a piece of bread and sending them out the door to go to soccer practice. Like, that's chocolate sauce. <laughs> Yeah, but they're much. pushing it like it's this nutritious, mm-hmm. amazing thing to have before a workout. It's like, okay. Good marketing team for Great sure. Great marketing. <laughs> Carrie wrote in saying, I was snack shamed once for packing chocolate chip muffins for my kids when they were little. I've been a single mom for 10 years. When they first started school and daycare back then, money was super tight. Not only that, they were picky. Most often, junk food is less expensive than some healthier options. I always felt that whatever I had available to send was better than nothing at all. Exactly. 100%. What a great perspective to have. Um, This text here, they want to remain anonymous, and that is totally understandable. They wrote in saying, I had a teacher do this to me once with my daughter when she brought chocolate milk to school. The teacher actually threw it in the garbage. So the next morning, I went to that school, and I took the teacher's lunch off of her desk, and I (laughs) threw it out. (laughs) That is heavy. But the principal was on her side. Yeah, you can't do that as a teacher. Can't I mean, just be I, throwing out chocolate. Do you know how expensive chocolate milk is? Just mind your own business. Unless it's like the kid's not being sent with enough food, then I'm all here for like, hey, it seems like your kid is getting hungry late in the afternoon. If if you could send a bigger snack, we'd appreciate it. No, totally. Cassie wrote in and it's she said it's definitely a daycare thing. They literally make you sign something when you enroll your child to follow the food guide. And well, they, good luck getting some three year olds to eat celery sticks like they just won't and then that food goes to waste exactly and then they're hungry because they're not eating you know what i mean like it's hard enough for a parent to convince a kid to eat let alone a teacher well and i know mcdonald's they switched it up with their yogurt tubes but like i've never seen a kid eat that yogurt tube those usually just go in the freezer or the fridge and then i eat them exactly The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.